0: Doom Patrol, Negative Man, Elastigirl, Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action
1: is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mala!
0: Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Calder. Your beloved
2: patrol is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the greatest Doom Patrol podcast that is done by us, ever. <laughs> well, actually, the last one might be greater, but, you know, we, I was talking about the, the whole all of the shows that we do, not just this particular one. So, right. anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it's about the Doom, this show is about the Doom Patrol. Right, yes. Um, so,
0: it kind of stuck the landing. You got there in the I end. I I really nailed that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a 7.5. <laughs> anyway, hello, I'm Mike. You can find me on Twitter at avantgarde. You can reach us at waitingfordoom.com or you can send us an email to uh, waitingfordoom at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook uh, and all our many episodes are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean.com.
2: And I'm Paul, you can find me on Twitter at reading underscore hicks, and we also have a sentient show Twitter account which is Wilfred at WFD Pod. Hello, Wilfred. Hello humans. And this week on the show, we are continuing our journey down the mighty river Biswif (laughs) on our way to uh, the end of the arc. Yes. the dog? The dog's back. The dog's back.
0: (laughs) Thank goodness.
2: Uh, Yeah. Sorry. Before we started, I said, the dog's outside. The dog is going to come to the door and bark. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were two dogs outside before one came in earlier, because, of course, why would they come in together? That would be too (laughs) convenient but um, anyway you don't need to know this no one needs to know <laughs> so <laughs> yes um, Bizwith, which stands for Batman Superman World's Finest and we're mm. looking at the third issue which has um, some Doom Patrol in it so therefore um, waiting for Doom coverage is assured yes. assured we hmm. oui. oui. <laughs> so anyway Mike uh, how was your uh, week in comics and stuff and everything else that you do just, just the interesting stuff oh, oh.
0: um I've been getting a little bit more into uh, DC Infinite, the uh, online comics app, and I've been diving into the wonderful world of Blue Devil. And ah. Some people that follow me on Twitter may have seen that I posted a picture of my childhood comic book crush, that being Zatanna with the bug headdress oh <laughs> uh, yes so yeah that was kind of cool I was like oh my gosh I remember reading this album. oh it's the Turner um, anyway mm. um, yeah so it's, uh, I'm only up to the fourth issue and it, it's, it's been kind of fun to revisit it and seeing you know Metallo, who looks like a green Iron Man <laughs> and he's got <laughs> he's, he's got a whole horde of goons and a you know a secret base and a flying UFO and I'm only used to Metallo from uh, the Superman animated series voiced by Malcolm McDowell, where he's kind of got the torn shirt and, you know, half the flesh disguise over his face. And I've always found him, like, a really menacing threat just on his own. And in this, he seems kind of cartoonish. <laughs> but I think that's the whole vibe of Blue Devil anyway. But, yeah, that, that's been fun, delving back into that. And thanks to this, thanks to the fact that we finally have DCU Infinite over here in Australia now, I can peruse the entire series. And then I'll move on to mm. something else that either I, I read as a child or I have not read before. So, um, mm. But yeah, there's lots of good stuff on there.
2: It's revolutionary because, I mean, I literally have it on my list, Blue Devil. It's like, I'm going to read that one day, so I put it on a list. Mm. Yeah, so Very it's... Good. it's um, I'm called the list, going to read it. So. <laughs> right. In case I forgot what I made the list for. Right. We, sh- we should do a show on that. Gonna read it. <laughs> gonna read it.
0: What's on your list this week? Well, here's what I'm yeah. gonna read.
2: <laughs> um, we could call our fans gonna readers.
0: Oh, my God. Anyway, Paul, how how's your week been? Have you been living, laughing, loving your way through the past however long since we last spoke?
2: Definitely living. Definitely living. Excellent. Um, <laughs> oh, hang on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. You
2: yeah. Well, I started watching Moon Knight, and, yeah, uh, yeah, first two episodes, yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Third episode, hmm, I think I might stop watching Moon Knight. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, before you spoil too much, I have not seen any of Moon Knight yet, so I'll I'll take that advice on board.
2: Yeah, but I I did watch all of season one of I'm Alan Partridge, because I... I had never, ever watched Alan Partridge, but I knew, you know, um, the Steve Coogan character. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yeah. Um, and that's excruciating. It's like the office, uh, the British office. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolutely appalling, uh, oh. but um, very, very funny. I mean, the, I was watching it on my own, and I was literally laughing a lot uh, ah, in stitches.
0: There was uh, a bit of laughter there then. That's good.
2: At at times, at times. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, this is really painful, and then, you know, he'll get hit by a cow, and you just really laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And the moral of the story is, don't piss off farmers.
0: Yeah, well, words to live by, (laughs) indeed.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but um, I went to the comic shop today. I hadn't been for about three weeks, so I had a tremendous backlog that I could not afford. But I said, shopkeep, uh, give me some of your finest comics that are piled up for me. And um, I looked through the parliament. yeah, I'll read that, I'll read that. Oh, I won't read that. I'll get that one. Um, so basically, spent $100 and oh, actually would have been only about 80 bucks on me. I had to get a manga for one of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yeah, Chainsaw Man. Uh, oh, right. Chainsaw Man, um, awesome. Excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sat down this, this afternoon and read a whole bunch of them. Read eight comics in a row. And... Marked them on the app as read and in the database. So, Excellent. And I put three of them away. So I Whoa, said. Slow down there, slow. Nelly. Yeah, added metadata saying which box they're in when they've done that. So I love it. So my reading list now has seven comics on it, which is the remainder, though I did pick up a couple more um, free comic book date issues that I missed because right. I found, you know, Mark Russell wrote something in that one that I didn't know.
0: Oh, God, better get that then. Oh, geez. Yeah, I did. Excellent, good work, good work.
2: The, the Inkal universe, Inkal. okay. Lannick, backwards. Um,
0: right. Yeah. Do you find having... a, a and uh, Do you have the Marvel um, Comics app as well, or just the DC? No. Right. No, do you find I, that reading your physical comics is becoming slightly more difficult to achieve now that you have all this digital goodness?
2: Uh, no, no, not really. I sort of compartmentalise. Like I'll okay. do, I'll do. Uh, you know, like when I get new physical comics, I will plough through them as fast as I can, mm-hmm. unless they're trades, because uh, you know if you want to concentrate oh. on a trade. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. you give it the breathing room it needs. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like sometimes I'll do. I'm going to read all my. Um, you know, new Marvel Digitals, and then I'll, another night I'll go, tonight is DC Universe Infinite Night, and, you know, particularly on Tuesday when the new comics drop on mm, the app. Yes, yes. Plop, that's them dropping. Um, that's exciting. So, yeah, I, I i do that. And sometimes I, go, I let a few build up. Like, um, bloody hell, what did I read? I read um, six issues of the Joker series. Like, I b- bought oh. the first few. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is really good, but it's really, really expensive. Like, it's like, you know, six bucks an issue, US. Jeez. Which works out to be, you know, a down payment bucks. on a house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I stopped buying those and just uh, then there, I noticed there was a few I hadn't read. So, I just ploughed through them all at once and uh, they were good. Really good. Yeah. But it would have been uh, quite frustrating playing, paying more than $10 for an issue to read that. So, mm. yeah. there's that. Mm. Hmm. Yes, but that's probably enough about all that. Um, I just saw the script. The sushi train's still there, Mike. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Well, you you wrote the script, and I just assumed that you left it in there for a reason, so if you want to step up to the platform and signal the train and make the noises, I'll get on board. Reluctantly.
2: Alright. Woo woo! It's the sushi train! <laughs> so, Mike, uh, have you, do you have any uh, fresh fresh problems? I was going to say hot problems, but it's sushi, so it may not be hot.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to explain the sushi train? method, I was going to say madness, same diff, <laughs> um, just in case anyone hasn't quite fully, you know, grokked it yet.
2: Uh, well, uh, I'm in that camp, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: right. I don't know. This is your brainchild. I'll let you yeah. put the first thing on, on the train to come around. All right Now,
2: the, the theory behind the sushi train is that um, you basically you have a problem. You want to get rid of your problem. You put it on the sushi train. Except um, sushi train being closed circuit track, comes at, it comes back round to you. Mm.
0: Um,
2: so then, you know, you don't really get rid of your problem. You just put it on the sushi train for a couple of minutes.
0: Unless, unless, according to this theory, someone else picks up your problem before it returns to you. And my brain is still aching to figure <laughs> out why anyone would want to. we we a good friend of ours who is a medical professional... Dearly beloved frack. He even questioned this. And if a medical professional is questioning this this very method, I I must go, Hmm, yeah, I I concur. <laughs> mm. It's it's a slightly flawed system. But look, let's have at it. Let's um please put your problem on the sushi train and I'll let you know if I want to pick it up. Okay.
2: Um my my big problem at the moment is the cost of petrol, Pe- petrol car car fuel, um, gas. If you're American, gasoline. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I think it's still petrol in England, but they stick it in a lorry instead of a truck. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, and not uh, lorry strode from Halloween. That's a different type. You'd, Stay yeah. on target. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, petrol at the moment is very expensive, and I feel resentful and upset every time I go and buy it, but it's one of those things you just must buy. Like, it's not like, I think I'll dip out of the petrol option at the moment, Um, particularly where I live, because, you know, I could say, I'm going to ride a bike to work, but I would not get there that day. (laughs) For those that don't know,
0: Paul does a lot of driving. His commute is just like the chase scene of a Mad Max film.
2: It's 300k's a day. There, uh, So 150k's there, 150k's back. Mm. So, um, yeah, that, that's quite a lot. And, um, yeah, I do have one car that runs on LPG, um, and my wife took it away. So, um, right. And LPG is fairly cheap. Uh, though there was uh, Canterbury Road in Punchbowl. There was a, a petrol station there that was selling gas for 86.9 for months. Right. So every time I went into Sydney, I would go. You know, I would bypass the um, expressways just to go to Canterbury Road, Bankstown, near the office works and pet barn and get the gas there. And um, yeah, I, my wife was driving into Sydney the other day, and I said, "Make sure you go to Canterbury Road, Bankstown, and get the cheap gas." And she went there. It was ninety nine point nine. Gone up. Finally, <sighs> gone up fifteen cents. No, fourteen cents. Let's do maths.
0: Just for our friends uh, who might be listening, that do Imperial, a 300k round trip is uh, just over 186 miles. Mm. So, that's, yeah. that's that's a long drive. So, so that's your problem you're putting on the sushi train for me to hopefully pick up and do something about, or with.
2: No, um, well, no, I could just pick it up and go, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of the sushi train, Mike. It doesn't make any sense at all.
0: Quote, unquote, beauty. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Hmm. It's so uh, but the other car we do have is a, a Camry and it is a, um, a hybrid, hybrid right And uh, I mean uh, as in it runs on electricity and fuel not as in it's uh, you know half horse half vehicle or...
0: not some mutant monstrosity
2: no no it's not not that sort of it's not not like a David Cronenberg hybrid <laughs> <laughs> all hail the new flesh as we drive to work
0: you know <laughs> This pack seat's really uncomfortable, Dad. Shut up! <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not a drink holder, it's an orifice.
0: Oh, <laughs> mm. oh wow, we're off to yeah. such a good start. Yeah. yeah, This
2: is a really stupid segment, Mike. I don't <laughs> know why we're doing it.
0: <laughs> I thought I would indulge you, my friend. I thought, look, mm. Paul wants to give this segment a go. Quite possibly in lieu of any... Report-worthy Doom Patrol news because there's very little. <laughs> so, look, let's leave it up to the fans. You know, if they enjoy the sushi train, let us know. <laughs> or don't.
2: <laughs> Can you stop the sushi train?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Faster than a speeding sushi train. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> uh, well, we're on a roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, would it surprise you to know that I've got really nothing to add to the sushi train this week? Well, that's not
2: really fair. I didn't have anything either. <laughs> <laughs> I still put something on the sushi train.
0: <laughs> oh, oh uh, Mine's a bit of a. Uh, no. No. Um, oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm putting on the sushi train. I'm discovering that the older I get, the gassier I get. And I'm not happy about it. So there we go. That's on the Uh, (laughs) train.
2: That's uh, the same with Jupiter. Uh Uh-huh. I'm I'm not no space scientist, so I don't know, maybe. Right. Yeah, no, it is. It's unfortunate. Mm. You do have to uh, pay more mind to what you eat, when you eat. Yes, yes.
0: I swear to God. For the effect... Mm.
2: Atmospheric effective at all?
0: (laughs) I swear to God, because our house is um, narrow but kind of long. And one morning I got up to get ready for work and it was very early early in the morning and I had to walk from our bedroom, which is near the front of the house, to sort of the other end of the house where the main living room is, where our ironing board is, to iron my clothes for the day. And it sounded like I had a marching band accompanying me. (laughs) Oh dear. Every step of the way. Anyway, this has got... Yeah, I, so I'm going to assume you're not going to pick up that problem?
2: <laughs> uh, no. No, nah, you can have nah. that one back. Right.
0: <laughs> so just to concur, this is a really stupid segment. <laughs> yes,
2: it is. But what's the ticking that I can hear, Mike?
0: Thank fuck it's the doom clock.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Looking upon the face of the Mighty Doom Clock for the week of May 22nd to 28, the calculations on the clock are showing us that it has been just on 98 weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being Issue 7 of Doom Patrol Way to the World, which we discussed in Episode 161 from July of 2020. So, jeez, it's um, yeah, getting up to the, the two-year mark for it all. A bit frustrating, but the next appearance of The Patrol will be in Issue 3 of World's Finals, which we will be discussing in just a little bit, so hold on to your hats, kids. Issue 4 of BizWiff should be on the shelves June 21st of 2022, and will hopefully feature more Doom Patrol goodness, and here's a teaser from the solicits for that issue. <clears throat> As Robin and Supergirl race to retrieve the secrets of the Devil Nezhar from ancient China, Batman and Superman get more than they bargained for in the present. To save humanity from the fires of the demon, the world's finest must go toe-to-toe with a protector of Sector 2814. Hal Jordan. Cool. Hal Jordan. You know one thing that really bugged me about Dark Knight's Death Metal? The fact that it reminded me that Earth has six Green Lanterns.
2: Mm.
0: Why does Earth get six Green Lanterns?
2: Just in case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, in case someone kills Hal Jordan, because that wouldn't be a problem. So, mm, I really just no, like Hal uh, Jordan.
2: Yeah. yeah. Why are there no Australian Green Lanterns if we got so many?
0: Crikey dingo. Yeah. You
2: know? I mean, statistically, we're both Australian and we're on a podcast, so why yeah. can't, you know, some of the gardens of the universe pick an Australian? Mm.
0: So, mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: Makes, makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's all Northern Hemisphere stuff. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We can we can play superheroes. We just can't be them. No, nah. uh-huh. I'm not, not talking about us personally, but you know Hugh Jackman and uh, Chris Muscles, or whatever his name is.
0: Yeah, Thor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And anyway, Errol, are you ready for the this week in Doom Patrol <laughs> history guessing game? Yes, I am. And as an added bonus this week, the. Doom dice has grown extra sides, and it is now a twelve-sided die of doom. Wow! So you might possibly get more than <laughs> you used to if you're part of It's the an tradition.
2: ancient one. It's got more sides.
0: Yes, uh, I'm gonna roll that again because that's real. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was even sides. worse. No, that was too many. <laughs> okay, no, this time a real. Uh, five. You got five. So <laughs> Can you draw three. <laughs> so. So not not that many not that much of not that many of an improvement. Not that much of an improvement. My god, sorry, my brain's just addled after that sushi train segment. Anyway, Paul, you have five guesses to figure out what Doom Patrol comic came out this week in history. Question the first Is it Doom Patrol number three? It is not Doom Patrol number three. Question the second. Is it
2: Higher. Is it between Doom Patrol number 3 and Doom Patrol number 17?
0: It is not between Doom Patrol number 3 and Doom Patrol number 17.
2: Is it Doom Patrol number 2?
0: <laughs> your third question, no, it is not Doom <laughs> Patrol number 2. Question is the it, fourth.
2: Is it Doom Patrol number 18?
0: It is not Doom Patrol number 18. Final is question. It... Final, <laughs> is it... final, final question.
2: Is it between Doom Patrol 19 and Doom Patrol 87?
0: Sorry, can you say that again?
2: <laughs> is it between Doom Patrol number 19 and Doom Patrol number 87?
0: Yes, it is between number <laughs> Doom Patrol Nailed 19 it. and 87. Yes, so very close. And you're going to kick yourself in a reveal that going on sale for US one dollars fifty on may twenty eighth of nineteen ninety one with a cover date of July of that year was Doom Patrol volume two issue forty five. Ah, the story of this the issue The Beard Hunter Yes this beard story hunter. was titled The Beard Hunter. It's only Paul's all time ever favourite Doom Patrol story uh, was brought can to I us. have one more guess. No This story, titled The Beard Hunter, was brought to us by Grant Morrison, Vince Girano, Malcolm Jones III, Johnny Workman Jr., Daniel Vozzo, and Tom Robert Payer, featuring a cover by Simon Bisley. And it is in this issue that we are introduced to Ernest Franklin, the beard hunter, as his war against facial hair has led him to his latest target, Niles Calder. As strange as it sounds, Ernest is hired by the bearded gentleman's club of Metropolis to bring them the (laughs) chief's beard by any means necessary, but will the hunter? become the hunter mm. well yes sp- fucking spoiler uh, <laughs> right. if i can continue well you'll have to read that issue for yourself or just rewind and hear what paul said a second ago or you can listen to paul and i discuss this comic in episode four of waiting for doom from january of 2015 good lord i feel old which I'm, you can find- i'm gonna
2: say i'm gonna say yes again so people don't have to rewind
0: Right, thank you. Thanks. Uh, and you can find Episode 4 over at WaitingForDoom.com. And to find it, go to the top left of the main page of WaitingForDoom.com. Hover your cursor over the Waiting for Doom podcast heading. Then wait till a list appears and click on Doom Dossiers. Scroll down to Doom Dossier Volume 2, Part 2. Click on that heading. Then scroll to the bottom of that page and you'll find Episode 4. Simples.
2: Sorry, which website?
0: Oh, you son of a... That's it for the Doom Clock this week.
1: Imagine a state where reality is a dangerous concept. Where every aspect of public and private life is strictly controlled. Where the voice of the state is the only voice. And the only limits are that of the imagination. And even that is gone. Imagine a state where memories are wiped away leaving only traces of the past, where the final frontier of space becomes a weightless freezing vacuum except for what is useful to the state. A great intergalactic state of hundreds of planets that stretches across the universe called the Federation. And imagine all that stands in the way of total conquest is a tiny band of thieves, smugglers, embezzlers, murderers, and rebel rousers. Are they criminals or liberators? Reality is a dangerous concept, but everyone interprets it in a slightly different way in Blake 7. Welcome everyone to Straight Out of the Federation. You can listen to this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, write to us on Twitter at SO Federation, or the website blake7.libsen.com. Email us at writeonnetwork at gmail.com. That is W-R-I-G-H-T on network at gmail.com. Take care, everyone.
2: And now it's the part of the show where we doom explain something to do with the Doom Patrol. Uh, in the in this segment, and uh, Mike is going to give us a quick synopsis of Batman Superman World's Finest number three, or Bizwith as all the cool kids call it, and the cool <laughs> old people like me. Uh, so, Mike, take
0: it away. Yes, Bizwith Batman Superman World's Finest issue three, The Devil Nezha chapter three, House of G. Written by Mark Wade, with art and cover by Dan Mora. Colours by Tamara Bonvillain. It was lettered by Aditya Bidika, and apologies if, I'm, if I've mispronounced that. Uh, edited by Dave Wheelgoz, and Paul Kaminsky, and Marie Javins is the executive editor and picking up straight after the events of Issue 2, which we covered last episode, Batman and the now mouthless Billy Batson find themselves welcomed to hell by grotesque demons. As Batman tries to protect Billy and exclaim that this can't be real, he's suddenly bound in blood-red barbed wire, as one of the demons confirms they are in hell, because where else would the man who killed his parents be? Whilst pointing to Joe Chill, waist deep in lava. Batman calls out to Superman for help, and soon notices his friend floating in midair eyes closed as he concentrates on something Bruce yells at Kal-El to snap out of it and do something but the Kryptonian simply gestures for him to be quiet Shh, before he grabs a batarang from the utility belt and flings it at a demon the batarang cuts into the demon's shoulder revealing it to actually be Felix Faust it was all an illusion <laughs> Superman knew the ruse a ruse <laughs> damn it I missed my own line <laughs> it was a ruse <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Uh, Superman knew that Felix would want to hang around to watch the illusion torment them, so all he had to do was listen out for Faust's heartbeat before striking. Superman grabs the evil wizard and demands he fix Billy, which Faust does just before he collapses like someone flipped a switch. Just as our heroes start planning out the next steps, Billy comes to and speaks in a possessed voice. There is no strategy, you caped harlequins. There is only death to you and your kind at the hand of my soldiers. So says the devil Nezar. Uh, our heroes recall the warning from Niles caller that the other heroes were also under attack, and so bats and soups leave the scene. Meanwhile, on Mont Blanc, which I discovered is the highest mountain in the Swiss Alps, did you know that, Paul?
2: Uh, yeah, you just told me.
0: Meanwhile, on Mont Blanc, the highest mountain in the Swiss Alps, the Doom Patrol, Robot Man Cliff Steele, Negative Man Larry Trainer, and Elastir Woman Rita Farr make their way into the mountain fortress of one General Immortus. Ooh. Ooh. Fighting their way past several goons, the team soon locates the General in a hospital ward tending to an indoor garden. As Robot Man grabs Immortus, the General asks, Who are you? Are you friends of Monsieur Maller? Ooh, another callback. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Frustrated by the General apparently not remembering them, despite all the times he tried to kill them, Rita realizes he's genuinely confused and isn't faking it. It seems he's an immortal man cursed with dementia. Gently pressing on, Rita asks the General if he's ever encountered anything to do with a being called Nezhar. Fearing they won't get anything out of the Old Man, Robot Man suggests that Negative Man might be able to spook him, and sure enough the Negative being appears and transforming into Nezhar's symbol completely freaks the General out, leaving him begging for protection. After calming him down, the General reveals to Rita that Nezhar was placed in a concealed tomb on an island off Corto Maltese, but when she asks for specifics, Immortus grins and asks if they've met before. The patrol take off from the fortress, and we the reader are taken off to China in 1579 BC, where Robin and Supergirl are being thrashed by the super-powered warriors of the House of G. The warriors of G believe the young heroes to be allies of Nezhar, despite Robin's efforts to hand over the Devil's Sword to them. As the magic of one of the warriors slams Kara into the ground, Robin decides enough is enough and fends off the rest of the warriors before unmasking himself and saying that they've only come to learn how the legendary House of G first defeated Nezhar. As Supergirl comes to, introductions are made between the two teams and we learn that the warriors of the House of G are Shui, fluid as river waters, Huo, who can channel the sun, Kong Kui, who can command the winds, and DQ, who is one with the forces
1: of the Earth. Hey, elemental powers, coolness! After Robin and Supergirl explain Nezhar is
0: attacking them in their time period, Chewie starts explaining that the whole village labored for months on a distant island, exhausting generations of magic to construct a tomb to hold Nezhar. The House of G was sworn to force Nezhar inside, and after battling fiercely for five days and nights they did so, but there was still the matter of sealing the door, which the warriors suddenly seemed reluctant to go into detail about. Meanwhile, in the future, or the present of whenever Biswif is actually set, Superman carries Batman as they fly to Central City, and they wonder why Nessa isn't coming directly for either of them when they see the red streak on the ground that is the Flash roaring past them. Batman says he'll go look for Wonder Woman, while Superman should go and join the Speedster. But Superman is too late to prevent Flash from racing into a trapped mirror, courtesy of Mirror Master, who then shatters it. As Superman ties up Mirror Master with a streetlight, demanding to know what's happened to the Scarlet Speedster, a spooky red mirror comes flying towards Supes, courtesy of Nezhar. Meanwhile, Batman has come across Diana and the entire city street surrounding her, discovering that it's all been turned to clay by Doctor Alchemy. With a blast from his Philosopher's Stone, the Doctor threatens to reduce Batman to carbon. Just as Superman flies near them, chased by the magic mirror, the heroes amazingly, coordinate their moves so that as Dr. Alchemy tries to blast Batman again, the attack strikes a instead. Superman lands, knocks out the Doctor, and Batman grabs a stone, just as a voice above them yells out, Relax guys, I've just got word that Nezhar's no longer using villains as soldiers. Our heroes look up to see the Green Lantern Hal Jordan! Oh good. But a good surprise suddenly becomes a bad surprise as the Lantern captures them in a prison cell generated by his Emerald Ring. Batman is confused as how would Nezhar know who the heroes and villains are if he was in prison for millennia? Batman radios Alfred asking him to check the back computer and see if anyone has access to the Justice League servers. And despite Alfred saying everything appears just as it should, we are shown the devil Nezhar himself standing over Alfred, grinning as he holds onto Alfred's shoulder. Dun dun dun!
2: <laughs> wow
0: what did you think of issue 3 Paul
2: I want to call I want to call for a moratorium on Billy Batson being possessed in evil right okay. okay we've done it it's done, it's done. it happened in uh, the lead up to death metal in the infected uh, right storyline yeah so evil Shazam uh, been there done that uh, no thank you I have had enough uh-huh. um putting that on the regular train to Newcastle, <laughs> not the sushi train. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, great great issue. Love the art. Some fantastic, dazzling stuff there from Dan Mora. And the colours. Tamra, Bonvillain's colours, they're spectacular. So, yeah. The,
0: the whole series so far has just been one big chef's kiss. It's just been so good and so much fun. Um, and even nice little stilly touches, like, <laughs> as they're flying along to... Central City, and Superman is flying, and he's kind of, I don't know how he's actually carrying Batman, like, has he got him under the armpits, or are there little straps in Batman's cape that Superman is holding on to? I don't know.
2: He's got little handles at the back of his armpit. Right. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) The bat hand. Right.
0: Right, Right, of course. I've I've missed that (laughs) somehow but um yeah I, I love how there's just so much detail on, on like every page and it's just a glorious looking book uh and it's it's lots of fun superheroics i of course mm. i would have liked more of the patrol in there and maybe less green lantern but hey look i'm not writing this thing i'm sure mark <laughs> wade has his plan but it was really nice to see general Amortis and have a mention of Mala as well and it's yeah. A- an interesting development in General Immortus um, having dementia and not recognizing, mm. you know, <laughs> his his arch enemies f- from all these years. <laughs> it's just, and even yeah. the team comment, like, you know, all the times he's tried to kill us and, and now he doesn't know who we are.
2: Yeah. I mean I was a little trepidatious, that's a good good word. Um, but I was a little that mm-hmm. um that I thought there may not be much doom patrol in this issue and you know, I thought, ooh, shall we check it out before we decide to podcast True, about and it? Did. And uh yeah, uh, m- good friend Martin gave his head up and said it's it's chock full of doomy mm-hmm. goodness. So we yeah, we went ahead and clearly we we're podcasting <laughs> about it. Uh,
0: if you've just joined us, so. yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs>
2: yeah. People jump into a podcast halfway through. I don't know if they do. Uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, there, there is more doom. Oh, get off my computer, you stupid cat!
0: <laughs> sorry, I told you not to call me that.
2: <laughs> Cats and dogs. It's all sorry. Yeah, there's uh, there's certainly enough Doom Patrol in here to make this worth our while. <clears throat> could be more, but uh, could be less. Could be none. Could be like the comics we had three months ago <laughs> um yeah so i uh, i really enjoying it um about you
0: yeah I'm, I'm the same i'm really enjoying it i am getting a, a slight sense that this is all i, I wonder how long the nezha arc is going to go for in terms of
2: uh six issues
0: that's that's what i'm thinking i, I i'm getting a slight feeling that it's almost been written for trade yeah uh, yeah you know <laughs> out of the gate because, yeah, I, I know I've mentioned this before, that I, I like my DC anthologies, and I thought, you know, I guess part of me was thinking, oh, it'll, it'll only be like a, you know, maybe a three-parter or something, and, you know, they'll try and move on to other adventures with them, but clearly not. You know, mm. so.
2: Yeah, in fact, they have, uh, they have uh, there is Word, Word on the street, well, Word on the internet, not the street at all. Right. Um, not my street, anyway, it's a dirt road. Um, but... <laughs> there's word mm. out there that there's a spin-off coming from this comic what? and it's called uh, Batman versus Robin after the events of the fighting of the demon Nezar oh. the devil Nezar?
0: The devil Yeah, Neza. that guy Nezar.
2: Yeah. That bloke Nezar yeah. as they call him. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's going to be some and but they've also said there's possibly another spin-off from this comic but they don't want to say what it is.
0: Well, so. I would like to you know, cross my digits and hope that it is a certain team that patrols for Doom, Sunny Jim Bob, that gets a spin off out of this.
2: Hmm. Yeah, well, well, I mean, obviously there should be something Doom patrol around. I mean, there's, the TV show's coming back and we want something on the on the stands, but uh, would we dare dream?
0: Yes, we would. Yes, we. Okay. I, I'm going to dream of this. Yes, of course I'm going to. And Dream big, you big dreamer. <laughs> You call me big. Um, but, yeah, like, we, we've had three seasons of the TV show, and they've done nothing in terms of cross-promotion <laughs> between no. the TV show and and the, the comic at all. But maybe they've changed their way, because I see that there's a whole Earth Prime line that's carrying on some of the TV shows that are wrapped up.
2: Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's like a, just a series of one shots that are loosely connected, but there, there's one for each of the CW type mm, shows. So yeah. You know, like Batwoman and that, and even uh, Black Lightning getting one, even though oh, his show gone. Right. So. Yeah. So. so ma-
0: I, yeah. Maybe they're testing the waters with cross promotional type things, which yeah, they could have done three years ago. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, but. Uh, no, oh, I mean we're used to the, the Doom Patrol getting uh, short shrift. Short, I have to say that slowly also. it could be sh- short shrift. Short. Anyway, um, oh. I got it right, so don't go back <laughs> over there, Paul. Uh, <clears throat> Leave well alone. Yeah, I, I mean, like we're like Doom Patrol merch. Where's our Doom Patrol merch? Where's our Funko Pops for Doom Patrol? Where yeah. you know you can you know what you can get now? You can get a black orchid pop. What black orchid? And you can't get Robot Man. What? I mean, I love Black Orchid. Orchid's, you know, favourite Orchid, Black Orchid. But, um, yeah, why is there a pop of her and not one of, you know, Crazy Jane?
0: What's
2: going on? A Black Orchid pop? Yeah, you can get, like, 18 Harley Quins. You can't get of, one of you man. Get
0: 18 bloody Harley Quins.
2: Yeah, well, this is a rough. I didn't even know. You could get more. Could get less. I could just be talking. I mean, anyway, there's lots of them. Sorry, I've, I've
0: just done a quick search on the interwebs, and yes, I'm looking at the Black Orchid Funko Pop. Good lord, it's pretty I, sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet though. It's pretty cool. I'll give it that much. Yeah, you know, respect. Yeah, I mean, I
2: was kind of a, I want that, but then I thought I'll be dead one day. My wife going, you know, well, what do I do with this? <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Actually, funny story, I was talking to my brother-in-law, because he has like this, he's a Doctor Who head, and he's got like a, a, this massive room full of books, which he's only read like a quarter of them. Mm-hmm. And he has, th- literally has three life-size Daleks, so that, that's how bad he is into Doctor Who. Wow. And um, I was saying to him, what, what's your plan for when you die? And he said, to die before my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his solution to that problem.
0: Right. So. Mm. Okay.
2: So. Yeah. My my sister did not marry well. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> anyway, getting back to Bizwith 3. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's it continues to be uh, a fun, great-looking superhero read. Yeah, I, I, w- I I was kind of surprised by how freaked out Batman was getting at the start of the issue though. He lost his cool yeah. very quickly.
2: There's a there's a bit of um bro love with him and Superman, a
0: little time, bit, a little bit, yeah. They're, yeah, they're I mean, like when, friends, Superman,
2: yeah. when Superman had the um, injection of death, the Kryptonite mm-hmm. from issue one, mm-hmm. Batman was freaking out. Yeah, like, he's going, like, hang on, buddy. Remember the times we had? Yeah, and then, you know yeah. that music played, and he remembered all the times they had. Do you um,
0: remember the time when we fought remember... Sorry. Uh- <laughs> You know, if it wasn't going to risk a strike from our podcast host, I'd put that song in this episode. But you know, we've we've learnt the hard way <laughs> to not put in music that we don't have the rights to. So, or
2: yeah. stuff by pedophiles. Um.
0: What? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Just just what? <laughs>
2: Isn't that Michael Jackson
0: right no that song oh yeah it is too yeah okay right I'm with you now yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay yes I've, I've yeah momentary general immortus. ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes I I'm very keen to see where this story goes and kind of for how much longer it it goes in terms of an introductory story to the the wonderful world of bizwiff. but yeah I I don't see them wrapping it all up neatly next issue, so yeah, it's probably going to be, you know, it might go the full six issues, surprise for trade, or it might be a five issue and then a a, a one and done. Who knows?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, this I I would say that there's a little bit of um, what happened with uh, the Brave and the Bold volume three that Markway did with uh, the dealing ah. part. George Perez in that, you know, the issues they were sort of a chunk of an adventure and then it would shift the focus to another adventure with the next issue and uh-huh. I think that's what's we're happening now like we're, the locales are changing the guest stars are changing, the foes are changing um, and it's getting broader and bigger and you know, encompassing more of the DC universe like we've had teasers that we're going to get uh the flash and wonder woman soon mm. and here we've got um green lantern who's presumably uh possessed yeah um and alfred is possessed mm. so you know better than the current day where he's dead but uh still um
0: <laughs> they they've they've not brought him back at all in any way in that book
2: uh no they just put up a statue for him in bloodhaven so
0: ah right okay okay yeah so yeah a little bit behind on my nightwing but um hello dcu infinite um yeah (laughs) yeah
2: so uh yeah so they are i mean i think even if it is written for the trade it's going to be a uh, a full a full varied multi-course meal yes uh can't get away from food tonight. No. Um, hey, have you eaten? No. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I. I made burritos.
0: Oh, nice. Are you staying hydrated? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, I am.
0: Excellent. Just, just looking out for you, bro. Just, you
2: know. Uh, I actually feel like a drink now that you said that.
0: Okay. You, oh, you, you are the Superman oh. to my Batman. I am just, just making sure that we continue on as as biz whiffy as we can.
2: <laughs> you are the whiff to my biz
0: <laughs> yes yes i'm old and gassy <laughs> but yeah I, no, no. I i highly recommend this series if you have not checked it out yet it's it's lots of fun it's a great entertaining read and um yeah either either pick it up now or you know wait for the trade but um if you're not it's, reading it's it it's not as slight
2: out. as some books you know how you read some comics and it's like well that took you know half a second to read it feels a little bit more substantial than that you know a bit of stuff and uh, you know you can read it and you can go back and look at the artwork some more yes because enjoy all the all the the great art details that Dan Moore puts yeah uh, some good costuming on the characters Mm
0: -hmm. yep yep it's I, I love yeah like I said before there's so much detail on every page with the art and it all looks great and it's a great creative team they've got together it's it's a great cast and story that we've got together. Needs a little bit more Doom Patrol, obviously. <laughs> but mm. yeah, I'm I'm loving it. It's it's great stuff so far.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'd be happy with, you know eighteen pages of Doom Patrol, four pages of Batman and Superman.
0: Now you talking. So. Yep. Maybe yeah. maybe that sort of issue will be the thing that leads off into the spin off that we are already yeah. forcing upon them. So
2: We can only, we can but dream. Mm. Not, not butt dream. But butt dream.
0: <laughs> Big butt dream. Wait,
2: no. <laughs> no can butt dream. Yep. Uh, Alright. I think we're done with this.
0: I think we have doomspawned this. Let's uh, try yeah. and move on
2: <laughs> with our lives. <laughs> uh, I don't think we've got any comments unless you. You want to start scraping?
0: No, I think the yeah. mail the mailbag of doom is um is, is fairly empty. There's um I'm just gonna have a bit of a rustle. Around. No, it's um it's nothing.
2: <laughs> you are rolling a dice for feedback?
0: No, I'm I'm looking in the mailbag. <laughs> Can't you hear me digging through it? <laughs> There's nothing in <laughs> like there. You're right? rolling
2: the dice again.
0: I'm not rolling the dice again. Good lord, get your ears checked. Fire. <laughs> I'm not rolling the dice again. <laughs> um, no, there, there was a, a a little bit of e- excitement, um, you know, when people realised we'd be back with another episode talking about BizWif. Um But no, um, nothing directly into the mailbag. So mm-hmm. yeah, we've uh, we've got nothing. We uh, assume people are listening. Yeah, we... Okay. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, that's about all we've got for this episode. So uh, I think we did some good stuff. There was we did a couple of a couple of minutes of solid content in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> So, next time we will... I think there's going to be a DCOCD before we return. So, we've just had one. There's going to be another one. We're going to be do the, the Doomsday Clock, which has some Doom Patrol in it. You could tune in just for that, or Ooh. you could tune in for the Doomsday Clock. If you, you like clocks or you like the end of the world, it's got something <laughs> for everyone. Um,
0: Can't wait for that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, but next time when we come back I think we're going to be looking at uh, at number 4 yes we so, will so uh, yep. hoping for a few more pages of Doom Patrol in that mm. so uh, yeah if you would like to get in touch with us you can uh, come visit us <laughs> uh, Mike lives in Brisbane yep. um, I live in Lagan, near Lagan. yep just yep. look for the dirt um, road no maybe email would be a good option <laughs> <laughs> waitingfordoom at gmail.com if you wanted to send us an email, or you could go to our website, waitingfordoom.com We're all about the branding, aren't we? And um, Twitter, WFD Pod, yeah. for it, come by, say, say something, uh, leave us some feedback, leave us a review, leave us a review of your feedback, um, <laughs> whatever you like.
0: Now, leave some feedback so we can review it, and either thank ah. them, or, you know, or not. So...
2: I give this feedback two out of five. It wasn't very long or specific. <laughs> That's the sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'll be it. that'll be our new show, reviewing the feedback. Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> anyway, as always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a crumb bomb, and we will catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom. Waiting for
2: I think I really nailed the stay weird bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you done good. What was wrong? (laughs) Yeah.